1: Clouds will part and our King will descend, the fire in his eyes,
0: seven stars, his right hand. So thankful to be with you for this very special episode of the program. Watch, therefore, special because we're going to Jerusalem, the city of the great King for an interview with a very special Blessing Israeli Believers partner. Now, I'm going to read a verse that Paul wrote in Romans chapter 15, verses 26 and 27. Remember, this ministry he spoke of was out of existence for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years down through the centuries. And now, because of Bible prophecy leaping off the pages of the Bible, we have an opportunity to fulfill the obligation... And get the blessings to partner with God and what He's doing in Israel. We can do that now in our day. And so Paul writes, For it Please those from Macedonia and Achaia to make a certain contribution for the poor among the saints who are in Jerusalem. It please them indeed, and they are their debtors. For the Gentiles have been partakers of their spiritual things. Their duty is also to minister them to them in material things. Let's have a word of prayer and then off to Jerusalem. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, thank you for your word. Thank you for this opportunity in this once-in-the-history-of-humanity generation we live in. Please bless all of our viewers tremendously today, Father. We ask it in Messiah Jesus' name. Hallelujah and amen. And now, off to Jerusalem. I am so thankful once again to have Pastor Oded Shoshani Pastor of the Jerusalem Messianic congregation, Melech Hamlechim, King of Kings, in the city of the great King, Jerusalem. And Pastor Oded, such a blessing to be with you once again. It's a blessing to be with you again. One more time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So you've been on the program in many different ways on uh, different segments in the past, but there are some who are watching who have never met you. Could you introduce yourself, share a little bit about yourself and your pastoral ministry In Jerusalem
1: well I grew up in a secular family in the Tel Aviv area Uh, never dreamed of coming to live in Jerusalem Uh, and uh, as a kid I was always looking for two things perfect love and the purpose of my life and I couldn't find it anywhere else And, and believe me I looked in many many wrong places and I couldn't find it anywhere else at about the age of 22 after the completing the army service I've seen, and after seeing the lives of believers for almost two years, I have come to be envious of them. Yeah, They had what I wanted. They had a living faith in God. God oh, was yeah. not a religious uh, figure. He was a real being. It was somebody that they were talking and praying and believing in faith. And and, and they had love. I love they it. had perfect love. Amen. And I had looked for love in all the wrong places and couldn't find it. So I was jealous of them. And... Uh, You know, I asked one day, I said to the Lord, I actually went to a a congregation and I was asking someone to pray with me. And I invited Yeshua to be the Lord of my life. I had close to zero understanding of sin, but but I knew that in Yeshua there is life. That's right. And so I invited him to be the Lord of my life. Amen. And then very quickly I got married and the Lord told me to go and study to be an engineer. And I worked in the engineering world as a, a project manager. In the building trade for 13 years, and uh, through these years, I was always serving, but I was always looking for a better job. And uh, after about 10 or the 13 years, I thought to myself, "Oh, this is—I'm finally coming to a sweet spot in the, in my engineering job. I can work here till my retirement age." And boy, I didn't know what was coming up. The Lord had another plan. <laughs> he did he had another project for you. He did. But the thing about it was that my Bible school. My character formation, the forging of my character, the forging of my faith, the forging, the testing of uh, my obedience was done not in a Bible school, but in a real life setting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so when the Lord called me into full-time ministry, I had not much happening at the time. But God called me into full-time ministry. I left my engineering job. It was a process to do that. Sure. And I became a pastor in Jerusalem Mm -hmm. for uh, a small group that later became a congregation.
0: Yeah. How long have you been a pastor now? 17 years. Well, it sounds like you made the right decision. (laughs) (laughs) The Lord truly was leading you. It
1: is a blessing to be a pastor. You don't always count the blessings. Many times you uh, face difficulties. When you're a project manager, you're calling things to be and workers are doing it. Uh, it's it's very dynamic interaction. When you're becoming a pastor, right. you are calling people up to a higher calling in God, yes. and they have to agree. You can't tell them; you can invite them, and they have to accept the invitation and walk it out themselves. So there's more of a patience, and there's more of uh, waiting on people and waiting on God and praying. Uh, it sometimes it's frustrating because I like to work. I like even till today I like to work physically. But when you work for people, you're calling them up and you're waiting. And in the waiting process, I'm still learning how to pray
0: in faith, waiting for the Lord to work out and for people to move forward. But I I hear something that can only be given to you by our Savior, Messiah Yeshua, and that is a shepherd's heart. I hear that from what you're saying, and it's, it's truly a blessing, especially you need that patience and that love and that caring. Uh, here in Israel, and even more so in Jerusalem, right? Right. Yeah. It's yeah. Jerusalem is a
1: tough city. I mean, it's a funny thing, but Jerusalem of all the cities of Israel, I didn't want to come to live in Jerusalem. Hmm. But God's calling was go to Jerusalem, right. and we obviously, my wife and I,
0: obeyed that calling. And another great, uh, exciting part of our partnership with blessing Israeli believers is the opportunity that those in the nations have to obey. The Lord's Word in Romans 15, 26, and 27, where he says it's the, the believers in the nation's responsibility to help the poor and the needy saints, disciples of Messiah Yeshua, in Jerusalem. And we get to partner with you that way. Can you share with our ve- viewers a little bit about that partnership? I think you even have an example, of uh, a really That's good example insane. to share. But I would, I would start with this. Who wants
1: to work with poor people? Seriously. Who wants to? You want to work with successful people. You want to be with people who make money. You want to be people who are self-confident. You don't want to work with people that have low self-esteem or that they don't, they don't have money. They can't make, the, they can make, make it by the end of the month financially. Who wants to do this? But Yeshua said to us in Matthew 26, the poor will always be with us. And it's echoing verses from, from the Old Testament sure. as well.
0: the heart of God, isn't it? It
1: is the heart of God. And God likes the poor in spirit. And many times the poor in spirit are a result of being poor period. Mm -hmm. So when you work with poor people, uh, even though seemingly it's not strategic, you're not developing leaders, you're not opening new home groups, you're not engaged in direct evangelism, but when you work with poor people, not only you minister to the heart of God, you are uh, exemplifying to the congregation that being a a believer is not all about myself. That's right.
0: It's about the kingdom. Come on. It's about somebody else. Absolutely. Absolutely. It is uh, and and if, if there's anything that needs to be crucified in our lives, it is selfishness, isn't it? Absolutely. Wow. It oh, well. Self-centeredness. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So important, Pastor Odet and and blessing Israeli believers is a bridge. It's a bridge between those and the nations. And uh and and you hear. Yeah. You're doing this work directly and, and you had an example you wanted to share. Right. We're running out of time, but right. I want to hear this example. Yeah, it will be it will be short, but okay. this woman uh, she
1: grew up to be a believer came and immigrated to the land. And for uh, various reasons, she chose to live an ungodly lifestyle. Mm. And, for, and, and then she became pregnant, and she was looking for a way out of this. She came through uh, Be'at Chaim, Sandy's ministry. That's uh, Israel Pro-Life here in Israel. Odette is married to Sandy, the director of Israel Pro-Life. And uh, this woman um, decided to keep her baby and decided to cut uh, ties with that man. And she came to the congregation pregnant. We accepted her. We loved her. Thank you, Lord. And then as she uh, as she gave birth and she's continuing with her son, her life started blooming again. She st- she turned to the Lord in faith. Hallelujah. She responded to love with faith. And she is now a believer in the Lord. She's strong in the Lord. Thank she's you. raising her kid to glorify the Lord. Her mother moved in with her to help her raising her child. So it's a, it's a win-win situation. Sorry. We have the baby alive and we have the the mother who gave birth to that baby,
0: alive in the Spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Isn't that amazing? A two-for-one deal. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, uh, we're going to have information about blessing Israeli believers in the coming break in just a moment. And you'll find out how you can partner with us for, for ministries like this to help directly help precious souls according to the word of the living God. Here in this time of the birth pangs and the fig tree generation Israel and Bible prophecy in the days of Noah... A great way to watch, therefore, and to be ready is to obey God's word and partner with people like Pastor Oded, helping the poor saints in Jerusalem. Oded, always a pleasure. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you. And thank you, listeners, for believing the Lord and walking in his ways and also supporting us. Thank you so much.
0: Yes, yes. Well, I couldn't have said any better. It's just a tremendous blessing. Now, uh, as a matter of fact, I'm going to have a brief word of prayer over this segment we've had that the Lord would move on the hearts of the people who are watching according to His will and good pleasure. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Yeshua's name, please bless everyone watching today and and move in their hearts according to Your will and good pleasure to participate, to participate, and that they would be tremendously blessed as they respond to You. Thank You, Father, Vishem Yeshua, the in the name of our Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, remember, now more than ever, watch therefore and be ready. Amen. This Watch Therefore television program and message is going into 200 million homes in 200 countries. Oh, hallelujah. As the Lord is using this as a tool to help make disciples who will hear from Him one day very soon. Well done, thy good and faithful servant. This message stirs the lukewarm to repent and seek after the Lord with a whole heart. It also ties perfectly with the Gospel, as many see the desperate need for a Savior in these waning hours of this prophetic generation. Remember to watch therefore and be ready. Along with our Watch Therefore television program, we have our ministries blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations. Like Romans 1.16 says, to the Jew first, and then to the nations. Our co-founding partner of Blessing Israeli Believers, John McTurnan, and myself, we co-founded the ministry as we partner with Israeli believers in Messiah Jesus who are getting out the gospel, making disciples, saving babies from abortion, helping Holocaust survivors, and so much more. And then our To the Nations ministry poured out for the nations where we go to many countries in Africa and other places as well getting out the gospel, preaching the watch therefore message, seeing many saved, helping orphans and widows as well. Oh, what incredible opportunities we have through blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations. What a way to watch therefore and be ready when our Savior comes for us in the clouds. A great way to get acquainted and stay close to our ministry is through our monthly free newsletters. You can receive your Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nation's newsletter by post or by email. We have updates about what's going on in the ministry along with important devotionals that will help you to watch Therefore and be ready. Go to our website watchtherefore.tv and sign up for our Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nation's monthly newsletters. Along with prayer, there are those who would like to financially partner with our ministry. First, let me say this. If you've not yet received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please do not send any money into this ministry. It's our desire that you would be our guest and even pray to receive Jesus as your Savior and Lord today. For those who would like to financially partner with the ministry, there's three primary ways to do so. You can give to our Watch Therefore television program, our ministry, Blessing Israeli Believers, or poured out for the nations. You can do so by post or online. There's information there on the screen. What a great way to lay your treasures up in heaven and to watch therefore and be ready. In 2011, I wrote a book called America's Ark, the only safe place for Americans today. Listen to these important words from the back cover of my book. Is this the same America that you remember? What is the cause of all the trouble and where is the USA headed? In the Bible, the Lord gives the prescription for His people that will heal their land. But what happens when they refuse the cure? Immediately after the horrifying events of 9-11, there was a Bible verse often quoted. If my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land but statistics and the condition of our very sick country demonstrate that His people have not listened. There's another Bible passage that tells us what the Lord does when His people refuse to listen and persist in their own way. This powerful passage also warns of things we are seeing in the news and feeling in our hearts, indicating that America will be an increasingly dangerous place in the coming days. Thankfully, Our merciful Messiah provided a place of refuge found in the scriptures from the Old Testament book of Ezekiel that will be the only safe harbor for Americans today. During these perilous times that are engulfing our land, you will find the only place of safety revealed on the pages of America's Ark. Gold, guns and a house in the hills stocked with food is not the answer. Only the safety promised in the Word of God will protect us. Thankfully, beyond protection, there is even a victorious way forward in America's Ark. We would like as many people as possible to get this book. It'll be such a blessing and a help for you in this critical hour. So with a donation of any amount to our ministry, We'll send you a copy of America's Ark, the only safe place for Americans today. Just make sure that you mention America's Ark in the memo section of your check or in the notes section for online giving. We would like as many people as possible to experience the mercy of the Lord in this time of His judgments. Welcome back to the program Watch Therefore. I call this teaching the Feast of Trumpets, the Days of Noah and the rapture, because the fall feasts of the Lord are once again upon us. In Israel, we call them the Chagim, speaking of the holidays, or the Moedim, the Lord's appointed times with His people. They're Yom Truah, the day of trumpets, Yom Kippur, the day of atonement, and Sukkot, the feast of booths or tabernacles. Remember that all previous feasts have already been fulfilled by our Savior Jesus. Passover, unleavened bread, First fruits, Shavuot, commonly known as Pentecost, have been fulfilled by the Lord, leaving the fall feast to be fulfilled. And certainly our Savior Jesus will fulfill them. Yom Terah is traditionally called Rosh Hashanah, meaning the head of the year. But we know that's not biblical because in the Bible, Passover is the beginning of the year for the Jewish people. The fall feast, Yom Terah, Is the first one, the day of blowing trumpets or the feast of trumpets, introduced in Leviticus 23. Then the Lord spoke to Moses saying, Speak to the children of Israel saying, In the seventh month, on the first day of the month, you shall have a Sabbath rest, a memorial of blowing of trumpets, a holy convocation. You shall do no customary work on it and you shall offer an offering made by fire to the Lord. This special day was marked by blowing shofarot, ram's horns, fashioned for blowing like a trumpet. If you look at other, the other feasts of the Lord in the Bible, they all have much more prominence and explanations, uh, many more explanations about the other feasts in the Bible. Why? What does this feast mean prophetically? There's something that is a mystery all the way up until the ministry of Apostle Paul. Where he writes, Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. Here, Paul explains what had been up until this time a mystery of a generation that will not die when the dead in Christ and those who are alive in Christ will receive a glorified eternal body, having been caught up in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. The last trumpet will mark this event. This is the rapture. Excuse me. Oh, hallelujah. Some confuse this trumpet with other trumpets in Bible prophecy. Yom Truah, the Day of Trumpets, clears the confusion. Why? Well, through the centuries and even in synagogues today at this time while celebrating this feast, they finish by blowing the shofars with a series of blasts that ends with tekiah hagadolah, the long blast as long as possible till they run out of wind. This is the last trumpet. So this last trumpet Paul speaks of is tekiah hagadolah of the Feast of Trumpets, and Paul puts it this way in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, For the Lord Himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, and the trumpet of God. The dead in Christ will rise first, then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we always be with the Lord. Oh, hallelujah, any moment we will experience Yom Troa, we who are born again. Well, the Jewish wedding, the days of Noah, and the rapture have this incredible prophetic tie-in. And first off, let me tell you that there are Old Testament pictures, types, and shadows of the New Testament spiritual truths. For example, Enoch and Elijah were both raptured. And the word rapture comes from a New Testament Greek word harpazo that Jerome later translated into Latin as rapturo, which in English is accurately translated caught up. From that first Thessalonians verse i just quoted a moment ago so noah is an old testament picture of the rapture as well and just after speaking of israel and bible prophecy here's what our savior says but of that day and hour no one knows not even the angels of heaven but my father only but as the days of noah were so also will the coming of the son of man be there's such a special message for we who are born again here in these passages. Because when the Lord says of that day and hour, no one but my Father in heaven knows, this is an ancient Hebraism speaking of the ancient Galilean Jewish wedding. And the Lord fulfills this Jewish wedding perfectly. Now I'm just going to give you some of the high points. There's much more, but just some of the high points. The father and the son select a a bride for the son. In James chapter 1, The Bible says by his own will, our father called us forth by the word of truth. In John 15, Messiah Jesus says, you did not choose me, but I chose you. Well, the son goes to the parents of the bride and the prospective bride's home and he brings with him a ketubah. A ketubah is a wedding contract that has precious promises in it to the bride. The Lord's given us a ketubah, the word of God, with precious promises, even the divine nature of God that we would have, His divine nature. And also, of course, the father and the groom offer the, to pay the bride price. Our Father gave His only begotten Son to pay for our sins. Messiah Jesus paid for us with His precious blood. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Well, the groom picks up a cup of wine from the table. He drinks from it. He sets it back on the table. If the young lady picks it up and drinks from it, she's agreeing to be his bride. Of course, our Savior Jesus said at that famous Passover, he picked up the cup of redemption and said it was represented the blood of the new covenant, his blood that he would spill for our sins. Yes, and he says drink from it to all his people, the bride And of course, then he did die on the cross and spilled his blood to pay for his bride. And hallelujah, on the third day, he rose again. Then what? He went back to the father's house because in the Jewish wedding, that's what the groom would do to begin this betrothal period. He would go back to the father's house to build a place at the father's house for his bride. Our Savior Jesus speaks of it in John 14, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many dwelling places. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also. When will he return? Nobody but the Father knows the hour of the day because the Father approves the finished work of the Son, building a place for the bride, and then says, Son, go get your bride. And... It was often late at night, that's why they called it the Midnight Cry. This is when Messiah Jesus comes for we who are truly born again, the Bride of Christ. Yes? And so, why is this a Days of Noah message? Because Noah and his family were a picture of the raptured church. Noah went safely in the ark with his family and the waters rose up. We know this because the ark rested on a mountain. After the wrath of the Lord upon the earth, Noah and his family came off the ark and inherited the whole earth. Why? Because he was an heir of righteousness according to faith. By faith, Noah, being divinely warned of things not yet seen, moved with godly fear, prepared an ark for the saving of his household by which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is according to faith. We who have the righteousness of God in Messiah Jesus, we have entered safely into the ark. Faith in Messiah Jesus is the ark, the place of safety from the wrath of God. We'll go up and escape the wrath of God that is going to be during the seven-year tribulation. We'll return after the wrath of God and inherit the earth. And that's why our Savior Jesus said, watch therefore and be ready. Are you ready to be caught up And to go to that place the Lord has been preparing for His people? Are you really ready? Have you truly been forgiven for your sins? Has your heart been changed? Can you say, I know that I know that I know. I've I've become a new creation. The Lord has made me a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things are new. I'm born again. I'm a child of the living God. I have eternal life already. Christ in me, the hope of glory. How do you get that? How do you get forgiven? How do you get saved? Cry out to him now, I'm going to turn away from my sins. I'm going to repent, Lord. And, And believe that Jesus, the Lord, died on the cross to pay for your sins. He was buried on the third day. He rose from the grave. Hallelujah. Call upon his name. Whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved and begin to follow him now. There's information at the bottom of your screen. Contact us. We'll send it to you to help you begin your new life in Christ Jesus. And for everyone who's watching, more than ever, watch therefore and be Ready. Thank you for watching the program today. Watch Therefore is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveforisrael@gmail.com. at gmail dot com. That's D-O-V